Fibromyalgia Syndrome, FMS, a name that is actually a misnomer. Two, there exists an effective, safe treatment using a very old medication, guaifenesin. Three, the inability to form adequate energy in affected tissues explains the entire spectrum of the illness. Four, hypoglycemia, or low blood sugar, is a frequent co-condition. This book was written from elements of both despair and dedication. Despair has come with my age and my concern about the dissemination of my more than 40 years of experience treating fibromyalgia. Dedication translates into the urgent need to get information to the countless patients who must take responsibility for the success of their own treatment. Patients rely on their physicians to diagnose their illnesses and ease their symptoms. We urge them to find one who will work with them and follow this protocol using what I see as a miracle drug, guaifenesin. At the same time, it's unrealistic for patients to expect these doctors to help them without helping themselves. This means following the program outlined in this book very carefully. I understand there will be those who will claim that we wrote this book only for its commercial value. Others, more academic in their criticism, will point to the fact that our treatment protocol using guaifenesin has not been subjected to a successful double-blind study. More technically skilled critics will wonder how we can assume so much by delving into the realm of deep-seated biochemistry using so little evidence. Some of these skeptics will undoubtedly feel that our use of a particularly simple medication to reverse a particularly complex illness is simplistic. It's proper for me to respond to each criticism in turn. First, I do trust this venture will be profitable. I see no harm in the good old-fashioned enterprising approach. Second, an attempt to show the success of our treatment with a double-blind study was carried out at the University of Oregon, but it failed due to some errors, errors we now know how to fix. As a consultant on this study, I share the blame. The first error came from my own ignorance regarding certain compounds that blocked the effectiveness of the guaifenesin that we were testing. The second error was the failure to keep hypoglycemics out of the study. Yet I hasten to assure the generous Scott family who funded this project that the knowledge we gained has helped us immensely, although, unfortunately, we still lack the gold standard of a successful study. But we will try to change that in the near future. Lastly, I would also like to address the concerns of the chemically sophisticated minority. Please be aware that the chemistry I describe is up to date only as of this writing. We believe that future developments in biochemistry will show our theory is reasonably correct. If we are right, some of the mysteries surrounding fibromyalgia will soon be unveiled. I was inspired to write this book for the millions of untreated patients, many of whom suffer terribly and are desperate for knowledge. We try to answer the hundreds of letters and email that pour into our office, but we must also leave time to see our own patients and answer many phone calls. Every day we hear sad and complex stories. I can also recall a myriad of faces, wounded psyches, destroyed relationships, and tragic complaints from my four decades in private practice. I remember especially the times we failed, but all solutions come about through a process of trial and error. 
Thankfully, our success rate has improved as we have learned from our patient teachers. Their perceptions of seemingly insignificant nuances and their eagerness to share their experiences have proved invaluable to us all. I dedicate this book to the patients who stood by us and taught us during our trial and error phase. They were and are the flesh and blood of my concepts of fibromyalgia and fibroglycemia. They have helped me provide you with a life-saving program outlined in this book. I thank them, and I know you will too. R. Paul St. Amand, M.D. And now, what your doctor may not tell you about fibromyalgia. Forward. In 1988, as an intern in the Bellevue Hospital Medical Clinic, I would see many patients who complained of generalized joint and muscle pain. Although these patients were frequently tender to touch, I could find no other abnormalities. I ordered many x-rays and prescribed a lot of Tylenol and Motrin, and I eventually became frustrated with my inability to help these patients or even understand their illness. My colleagues were no better. Even the supervising faculty had little understanding as to why the patients were experiencing chronic pain and using terms like total body pain. Three years later, while studying for my medical boards, I came across the term fibromyalgia. I immediately realized that many of the patients I had seen were suffering from the disease. I also realized that my lack of understanding of this illness had caused me to order many unnecessary tests and prescribe medications that were of no help. There were a large number of doctors doing the same. And I knew that if I learned how to effectively treat fibromyalgia, I could make a difference in a lot of people's lives. After finishing a fellowship in rheumatology, I began my practice at the New York University Medical Center. I took an interest in treating fibromyalgia and soon began to see many patients with the illness. Although I had some success in treating my patients with a variety of muscle relaxants, sleep medications, antidepressants, and painkillers, there was still a large number who remained ill. I was very frustrated by this, so I began to look for other ways to help these patients. Textbooks and journals offered no help. I then decided to search the Internet. Initially, this increased my frustration. Most sites offered either toxic medications, which appeared unlikely to help, or were poorly disguised ads to sell medication. I then came across Dr. St. Amand's website. At first, I was skeptical that a medication as simple as guaifenesin could produce such impressive results. However, I was impressed with how well thought out Dr. St. Amand's protocol was and was intrigued that I might be able to help my patients with this safe, inexpensive drug. I immediately began treating a few of my patients with guaifenesin. At first, due to the fact that I didn't realize such a large number of products contained salicylates, substances that hinder guaifenesin from working, I had a low success rate. But 
Then some of my patients began to get better, and the few who were able to completely avoid salicylates improved dramatically. A turning point in my treating fibromyalgia occurred when I finally spoke to Dr. St. Amand. I called him one day, and despite not knowing me, he immediately took my call. He explained how he began using guaifenesin, how to adjust the dosages, and what one needs to do so as to not prevent the medication from working, avoiding salicylates. Armed with this new information, I began to treat many more patients with guaifenesin. Remarkably, after an initial period of worsening, many of these patients began to improve. They not only experienced decreased pain, but also less fatigue and an increased level of concentration. The difficult part was teaching patients to properly avoid salicylates. As you can imagine, I was being bombarded with questions about salicylates and which products contained them. But Aileen Goldberg and Kristen Walters, two of my patients, came to my aid and formed a support group for fibromyalgia patients in New York City. There was now a resource for my patients' questions, in addition to Dr. St. Amand's website on the Internet. Besides information on salicylates and other treatments for fibromyalgia, the group also offered great support to other sufferers when they were in the midst of painful cycles. My patients continue to improve with guaifenesin, and every day I'm grateful I have the opportunity to use this powerful medication. I'm also grateful to have learned from such a...